0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Alex Vitkin. Alex, you are the founder and CEO of businessmentor.com. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, so Alex, what does Business Mentor do?
1: We basically help tech, creative, and marketing people build their own agency, uh, usually work with uh, freelancers, already have the skills.
0: Okay, yeah. go it, it, bring oh. us a little bit deeper. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you could talk about this for half an hour probably, but yeah, basically um, what we do is we have a platform where we go very deep in, into business skills with people that are already freelancing or people who have certain tech skills. So we help them learn those business skills that they need so they don't have to get jobs or just sell their hours to to an employer essentially right so what they end up doing is they end up building these agencies that are between six and seven figures uh, once they reach seven figures usually they go into their second business model based on all the stuff they've learned uh, by building their first uh, agency business it's kind of the idea is to build a cash flow business mm-hmm. and to get into industries that they're interested in so that later on, uh, they can build a second business that's ultra scalable.
0: And so who would be, so, uh, okay. So just to rephrase, um, so business mentor, um, someone who says, listen, um, right now I'm doing this work. I'm working in corporate. I'd like to go on my own. Uh, business mentor then will kind of help them. Um, is it mainly with the technical skills or is it also like, you know, how to start and grow an agency?
1: It's uh, definitely The non-technical stuff. The technical stuff, you'll notice uh, people who build agencies, they've surely noticed, and freelancers, they've surely noticed you can just Google things. You can find out how to build a Shopify website in an afternoon if you're good technically. You can find out how to do Webflow in a day or two if you've never done Webflow before. Uh, There's all these no-code, low-code platforms now and platforms that you can use um, templates on just to create almost anything. You don't really mm-hmm. need to teach that much tech anymore. It's Now it's about business because there's so many programs and boot camps and all that stuff for tech stuff. Now it's about how do you turn that into an actual business? So this huge momentum that people have now learning tech skills from COVID, you know, they're sitting at home learning tech skills, learning marketing skills. They want to use it to build something for themselves, not just to get another freelancing career or something like that. And, uh, what they really need for that is how to early on, right? Like how to get leads and how do I close these leads? What do I do with these, uh, with with all these marketing platforms, what do I do with the freelancing platforms, what do I actually do to set up the business correctly? What do I do to do the contracts correctly? What do I do to really make sure that projects run smoothly and you don't just end up working for someone instead of running a real business, right? And and it sounds trivial if you've done business before, but for most people that are just starting out it's a completely perplexing. So that's what we really help people with.
0: Yeah. Okay. So when I look at uh, the website, um, you know, one of the things too, in terms of like the process, kind of figuring things out, um, obviously kind of learning what to offer. And so in the world of you know, freelancers, agencies, and so forth. What are some trends that you've seen? You know, so I, I want to get away from well, every, every. You know, there's high demand for everything. <laughs> well, there, obviously, there's kind of some ebbs and flows to that. And um, what, maybe, what types of agents have you have you seen? Agencies have you seen a little bit more in demand over the past year or two? There's been
1: very specific trends. There's definitely uh, things that have been disappearing. For example anything related to travel just went down the drain almost immediately when COVID hit. But anything related to e-commerce or automation, which essentially is any type of software, be it online, offline, any type of software, that's really been blowing up. So uh, people like full-stack developers, they're doing really well right now building agencies. People that uh, market and build e-commerce stores are doing tremendously well. And lately, there's also been an influx of Easy to build websites, meaning that uh, we're kind of moving away from the whole um, building everything from scratch in HTML or even WordPress. Like people are moving away from that stuff and they're moving towards easy to use platforms. And what we've seen is the demand is actually outpacing supply right now, which is surprising. Because if you look at WordPress, which is this old kind of thing to sell, if you, you know, I used to sell it like 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. Um, now you can talk to a taxi driver who knows WordPress, right? But new yeah. platforms are showing up that are really blowing up. And the demand is, I don't know where it's coming from, honestly. I, I should be asking this more, but we're kind of struggling to keep up with demand from people who want to uh, sell it at this point. But the market is struggling with finding people who can deliver it well, right? So that's what we've noticed. And uh, I attribute it to COVID So because people are buying at home now.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh someone says, Listen, okay, I let I am I've you know, I love WordPress platform. I know it inside and out, you know, I've been working with it for a couple of years. Um, so they decide this this is how I'm gonna yeah. go for it. Uh I'm gonna be a WordPress developer, I'm gonna help build WordPress websites, I love the plugins, you know, I could do some work with CSS and so forth, you know, to kind of modify themes. Um Where does the business come from? I think that's the million dollar question. It's like, okay, I'm open for business. I got my shingle up. Uh, The customers aren't just going to naturally just start flowing in just because you make a post or two announcing to your Facebook friends. um, You're going to have to do a little bit more work (laughs) than that. (laughs) Unfortunately,
1: it's not that easy. You may actually, by the way, you may actually get a sale or two from doing that just between you and me. You know, don't tell this to anyone. You could get a sale or two from posting it on Facebook, maybe, Mm But to, what you really need is a consistent lead flow. You need to really have your phone ringing off the hook. Um, mm. Not literally, but yeah, you know what I mean. So basically you need you a huge amount of leads so you can have a choice of who you actually want to work with. It's not about how do I really get my first lead no matter what. No, 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 no. You need to enter the right industry in the right way so that you can definitely have a full schedule of leads. And we do this usually using freelancing platforms. Now, people are going to say, oh, freelancing platforms. No, it's cheap. And you're competing against people that are offering your work for cheap. It's not like that at all. You can use it like that, or you can use it as a premium service provider, meaning that you don't offer anything cheap. Everything should cost a significant amount of money. Otherwise, it's not worth doing it, in my opinion. Like You can sell a website for $300. bucks. do not get me wrong. You can totally go out and do that. But why would you do that if you can sell the same freaking website? And then really provide your expertise and put some time and effort into it and you know optimize it for conversion, and all that kind of stuff, and charge three, four, five, seven, even ten thousand dollars for the website. So yeah. if you think about it, the difference in skill between selling just a website to a high-converting website that builds authority, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, the difference is you need to spend a few weeks learning in a very concentrated way on how this actually works. How do you actually deliver such a thing how do you learn marketing skills to do this what are the steps to do this now technically it's not that difficult but uh from a marketing point of view and copywriting point of view that's a different matter right and basically those are business skills those are communication skills Uh, you can also learn how to outsource things like that like you can learn how to hire a copywriter you can learn how to um do all kinds of stuff but ultimately when you hit those freelancing websites with your offer because that's what it is Mm -hmm. you're offering something um you're looking for the best possible leads on there which are the top seven percent of leads right it's not a random number we figured out that 93 percent of leads on the platforms are indeed people you probably don't want to sell to but seven yeah. percent of leads are people who have pretty good budgets and everything like they're good to go from the right location the world etc uh, etc et so you you can you can really make a good living on there i work with people who make above a hundred thousand dollars from a single freelancing platform that they use purely for lead generation, right? And they use multiple freelancing platforms. You know, revenue. they're, they're reven- we have people with revenues that are $250,000 a month um, just generating leads from freelancing platforms. So a mm-hmm. lot of bigger agencies and business owners, they scoff at it. They're like, oh, freelancing platforms. But there's so many leads on there and all you have to do is make sure you get the right ones. And that's a matter of building the right funnel and the right offer on there. And, and that's mm-hmm. really how to do it for real and not just, you know, have a website that no one's ever going to look at, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. So aside from Upwork, what are some of the other freelancing platforms that you like? So
1: Upwork and Fiverr are the biggest ones by far. Yeah. I know there's a million of these platforms, but these are the big ones. These are the big boys. You need to master Upwork and Fiverr. There's uh, other ones. I'm not even going to mention them because Honestly, we spend almost no time on them at yeah, all. Right. Uh, it's not worth it in the beginning. It's worth it to go after the big ones. Then, after people master Upwork and Fiverr, we go straight to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is serious stuff. LinkedIn is mm-hmm. where the real, you know, the real money is made. Uh, but it's very tricky. <laughs> LinkedIn is very complicated. So definitely, uh, the first seven figures should be made on freelancing uh, platforms.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, and and again, you mentioned this, and I think it's important to underline this. Um, working with $300 clients, um, unless you're truly selling a $300 product, right? You're doing like mm. an audit or something like that. That's cool. Um, but, um, you know... Racing to the bottom, uh, I think, is, uh, is an exercise in futility. I, uh, mm. can, you, can you just highlight that just a little bit more? I, I just want to make sure we, we communicate this because, uh, I mean, sure. I can tell you, yeah, there's, there's big ticket clients and then there's lower ticket clients. Lower ticket, cl- well, I'll let you kind of explain your, your experience with that. Okay, so, so there's really
1: two ways of approaching this. You could actually build a business where you sell $1,000 websites, which is very cheap, but it's a conveyor belt system, right? Every website is very, they're almost identical and you're doing the same thing over and over as if you run a factory. That's one way of doing things. And honestly, there's not that many people that I know that are still doing that and making mm-hmm. uh, a lot of money. Uh, now it t- tends to work better to, uh, to build uh, expensive high ticket websites. Meaning you sell websites for three to $20,000 and then once you master that, you sell CRO. Once you master that, you sell uh, custom app developments and all kinds of fancy stuff like that. For example, on the Shopify platform, they have their own little um, marketplace where you can publish apps, right? Early on, you can sell or you can sell a service where you build the apps for other companies that are putting it on a platform. Later on, once you have the marketing know-how, you can build your own apps to put on the Shopify platforms. And that's That can be a seven, eight-figure business in and of itself. I think the biggest business that does that is actually nine figures. It's not one of ours, but they Mm -hmm. exist. So essentially, uh, you can sell this uh, service that's a factory environment service where it's the same type of website over and over. Or you can go into custom where you deal with serious players, and then you end up learning about their business models, their types of marketplaces, and how they scale, and how they have explosive growth. Business models, right? And you're not gonna learn that from a coach or a mentor necessarily because this industry changes so quickly. You need to kind of learn it in the field. That's why get started with an agency and get started with selling uh high-ticket offers, in my opinion, and then mm-hmm. move on to the more scalable stuff later on, right? That's why I said that in the beginning of our conversation. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and and it should be noted that yes, you might be doing a majority of the line share of the work initially. Mm. But the idea here is that you want to continue to, I'd say, Alex, it sounds like you know the most important job for the founder here, uh, the person who's taking up the initiative uh, is your job is to attract business. And eventually, uh, you, you want to start, you know, Allah, you know e emeth, right? You want to start taking some of the operational fulfillment, and you want to start outsourcing that, you know, and provide, you know, make sure that there's good QA, make sure there's good quality, it represents you very, very well, et cetera. Make sure you get, you know, you're submitting great work for, you know, great reviews and so forth. But I don't think the idea is that you want to be doing if it's, you know, design, for example. I don't know that you want to be doing all the design. You want to start piecing together a team.
1: There's several solutions to this. So you could freelance early on essentially freelance and do a few projects just to get a hang of the whole process. Uh, If you're non-technical, but you have experience in a technical industry, you can start hiring on day one, which means you fill up hiring bench with people that are ready to work on projects when you need them. You're not going to just hire them full-time or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But you can also make white-label deals with delivery partners. This is for people who know business. Don't even try this if you haven't run a business before. But if you know exactly how deal-making and sales works... You can build deals with freelancing agencies, and essentially, they are your white label partner. They are completely responsible for delivery, but you own the contract. You own the testimonials, right? You own the marketing proof, and then you use that to get more and more leads. You own the upsells. That's the type of deal you want to make if you do white label deals. And again, don't even try doing this if you're new. This is where people really, really yeah. get this. I'm saying this three times because it's very important uh, <laughs> to first learn business before you try white labeling because you're going to get burnt. And then the third model is you can build teams of people and sell block blocks of hours from developers or marketers, et cetera, right? So essentially, this is the outsourcing business model, right? So it's a whole different way of doing it. Uh, a lot of agencies that do this successfully, to have their own office in countries where you can hire cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they have uh, a sales team usually, and, and then they have the founders that are responsible for business development, like building new files and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, Alex, there's some, I mean, there's a lot of value. Like, let's say that you need a project and your idea is to hire um, a bunch of PHP developers, for example. Yeah. Um, You know, we've spent tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars uh, on coding for some of our projects, some of our development. And, um, you know, it—it it is a special skill set to be able to manage uh, coders, particularly if you're hiring overseas. Um, you see some some cultural things like, um, you know, just in terms of you know, one thing I see. Yes, yes, yes. I got it. I understand. I'm going to go do it. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Um, so oh, yeah. when you hire developers, just it, it, you know, if you become the the project ultimately the project manager to oversee that, that's very valuable. And especially, you know, if you're kind of coming in, listen, I've worked with these guys for you know a couple of years or whatever. I'm just thinking of like business plan where yeah. you know, again, I know you might be wanting to do this as a freelancer because it's fun to code or whatever. That's great. Um my, uh, you know, my suggestion is. You know that's fine. Do the coding that you have to, but ultimately you're going to make a lot more money. You know this is kind of you know old school Robert Kiyosaki cash flow quadrant, right? We need to get you in the B quadrant where you're leveraging the efforts of great talent and a great team. Um, that um, I, you know, again, just kind of putting that out there. Again, I know that you can do the work if you want to. I'm just saying if you can get to the override money, um, I find and sell high ticket. Um, you know, bigger and bigger projects. Um, that's a great place to be, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Basically, you want to, in my opinion, you want to get out of selling any of your time as soon as possible, even for project managers. That's maybe at 40, 50K per month, you can already hire project managers because it's, how do I put this politely? It's just not very pleasant work for most entrepreneurs. Uh, Entrepreneurs should be building systems and building systems that improve themselves mm. as soon as possible. And if they're stuck doing project per project work, like individual project work, that's going to bog them down uh, in a way where they're not going to see the forest anymore. and They're just going to see the trees, you see. Yeah. So they really need to focus on um, the, the higher level stuff as soon as possible. So 40, 50K, maybe below that, you can do some project management, maybe a tiny bit of coding. You want to be the architect, not the day-to-day right. runs. If you want to, it's a sure. lot of developers are going to get offended now, but you know what I mean, guys, come on. So you want you want to get to the level where you're the architect as soon as possible. And you're like the mastermind who goes to events and figures out new technology, new industries, and mm-hmm. new ways of delivering stuff faster and more efficiently. So you're ahead of the competition. That's what you actually want to be focusing on to make seven figures. You're not going to get to seven figures coding. I mean, you could, but yeah. it's just, not really yeah. worth it, in my opinion, because you'll make way more money. As you said, Josh, you'll make way more money running a team and the project managers, they eventually can become part of your leadership team. So you can hire yeah. them when they're still project managers and kind of level up their skills to the point where they become good leaders in your company and not just running projects, right? Because a good project manager can become a COO, for example, Run right? If you have four project managers, maybe one of them is going to be good enough. And that person is going to help you run almost the entire company if you set things up correctly. That's one. And two, that person is going to help you improve all the systems that they're working on, and they're going to have ownership-level responsibility, if, if you know what I'm saying. That way, you're not going to uh, almost kill yourself growing the agency because agencies can be very stressful if you're the only person who feels responsible in the agency.
0: When somebody registers at businessmentor.com um, for kind of your help in kind of starting and scaling uh, this work as a freelancer agency and so forth, um, what what's the process like? What, what's generally the investment, that sort of thing? Okay. So just
1: so we're clear, like we got to a point now where we work with a very small percentage of people that are coming to our website and applying. And I'm not saying it's not some marketing trick. I'm not trying to like frame control people or do any of that stuff. I'm just telling you how it is right now. We're at a point where we want to maintain a very high success rate. It's just just what I want to do with my business now. I've been in business for 13 years, been running this business for seven years. I want to make sure that I'm working with absolute rock stars in the industry. And honestly, I don't have to work with anyone else if I don't want to.
0: So I get that. I get where, that. But someone, someone's listening to this and like, okay, Alex, help me. I understand that you the train is moving, <laughs> yeah, yeah. advocating, advocating for the freelancer here. Uh, how do you help them?
1: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so basically uh, there, there's a, there's a, an application process. You talk to uh, my assistant. He's going to ask you certain questions. Uh, we need, we need to figure out three things. We need to figure out logistics. We need to figure out coachability we need to figure out why someone's even business in the first place. We don't just work with anyone because uh, they want to have a business. Like they, they actually need to do it for the right reason. Otherwise we know from experience that they may give up after a year or have, you know, some weird hangups that where they decide they don't want to grow the business anymore, for example. Right. So basically we need to figure out and predict certain problems and solve them before it even happens. Uh, then a certain percentage of people is going to talk to me and that's going to be like an hour long call where we go real deep into uh, all the all of the above topics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some of the people who talk to me get also invited to, to participate in the program. Price point, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of changing. I don't want to uh, post
0: it. On I mean, just if you podcast, can help me with like a range, it might be between X and X or something like that. I just to, it just it can, it, can,
1: it can be between four and five figures.
0: Okay, okay, over like a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Okay. Like a six month or something like that. I I don't know. The the, the current. current... I know sometimes people don't like to talk about pricing, but you know, my, my, I I just want to advocate for the freelancer know, okay, is this even within my realm of possibility versus uh, you know, just just understanding where positioning, right, where where you come in, because just like you're talking about, you know, there's people that help three hundred dollar clients. Yeah. It sounds like you generally help people that are pretty serious about this. Like you better oh, yeah. be ready to roll, kind of thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. When we help someone build a business, uh, they start on day one. There's no like run up period, certificates, forget all that. Like day yeah. one, business opens, doors open. Um, the program itself currently is set at a minimum of four months. But, uh, you know, people who talk to me, they'll soon notice that um, I, I work with people for years. I, I, work with some pe- I work with some people for seven years already. I work with people for long term and building long term relationships. It's not mm-hmm. just an education program. And they just learn from me and they build a business and they leave. Like we're building a community. I'm one of the uh, current 19 mentors in the community. All the other mentors, I've helped them build their first business. So or, or sometimes their second business. So. You're you're de- you're dealing with people who actually have done it, and they're most of them are still running an agency. I think I'm the only person who currently isn't running an agency, but I help you know I help run 216 other agencies, so mm-hmm. you know I don't have to have my own agency that I own 100 anymore. Uh, and um, to do that, you know, you, you need to fit in. You need to make sure you really actually want to scale an agency, not just get to five thousand dollars a month. And then uh, for people like that who have the right skill set and everything else, uh, there's some great opportunities out there. Uh, but yeah. a, a lot of learning is required in a very rapid, uh, in a, in a rapid way. Like things need to be learned fast. Uh, the average person takes five to eight weeks to get their sales, their first sales.
0: in a brand new phone. Alex, yeah. when somebody goes to businessmentor.com, what should they click on? What should they do?
1: uh it's it depends who they are for people that don't have a business yet there's a section it's kind of above the fold right there's two options people who don't have a business yet and people who already do have a business so that's the only uh selection on the front page really and if you're interested in proof i mean we have hundreds of video uh interviews on the proof page so you can click reviews to
0: see those all right Alex Vitkin, founder and CEO of Business Mentor on the web at businessmentor.com. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Josh. please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you. If you've done this already, we believe that every person has a message. that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why tomorrow? That's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.